Adela Marcy Unplugged. I'm your host with the most, as always, Adela Marcy. Unfortunately, you are going to receive some background noise. I'm going to try and minimize that in post-production. I look like a white Jedi right now, just an FYI, because it's white, white sweatpants and a white hoodie because I'm weird like that. Today's guest is my very good friend, Carly. She is absolutely awesome. You guys are going to get to know her. If you don't know who she is, uh, you'll get to know her crazy ass in like an hour. And I say that with all the most love because... Um, all the good people are the crazy people. If I call you normal, it's an insult. Uh, Carly, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Uh, it's a pleasure having you. So just a quick heads up for everyone um, listening. And how I actually know you is quite interesting. Like We met a couple of years ago, if I remember correctly, and didn't speak for like a yes. good year and a bit. Just no conversation. Yes, yeah, that's correct. And then I decided that I needed to write some copy for a launch that I was doing with a group. Um, I did a challenge. And so randomly through another lady, through Tanya, so through Tanya, I found you and saw your template. I thought, right, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a go. And it, it sold, well, I sold from it. So yeah, it works too. So yeah, that's oh, randomly so you, how you we. Didn't, you didn't even tell me that. Like, where's my <laughs> testimonial for this? <laughs> Like, I would so feature you on my, because I actually, my course, the copywriter's room, covers all of this. I'm like, oh, Okay, um, yeah, no, it, sorry, dude, it worked, so, yeah, thanks. God damn it. So, for everyone listening, yeah, the shit I teach actually works. It, yeah, it does work, trust, trust in me. God damn it. Just like one of those assholes, it's like, damn. Yeah, but yeah, that's randomly kind of how we met, yeah, um, and, and then started talking from there. Yeah, I mean, that was the cool thing that we actually had was um, we had that whole conversation of, well, it just started off with uh, what we were really going through and then kind of escalated, if I remember correctly, to mental health as well. Yes. Like yes. That's the place we really started to connect and bond to was the fact that um, both of us ha have had and ha have gone through mental health aspects in our own personal lives. Mm -hmm. yeah so it was just really powerful to kind of go okay i can help this person or i can at least listen to them and hear them out because what you have is a form of what i have yeah um, i don't know if you're comfortable talking about it like i am i'm super open about that shit have you seen wiggly girl i'm totally yeah, open about that yeah so, i know yeah. but i don't know if you wanted people on my show to listen in about oh, it oh no just, i don't mind that that's um, fine but yeah you're bipolar was it type two or type one two yeah because i'm a so, type one still one mm-hmm yeah, Joyce. We're like uh, on the on the crazy spectrum. Just for the people wondering, uh, type one is where you are um, put on a, on a watch list, and type two, you're kind of just. Which yeah, nice. yeah, that's kind of how it is. Type my my psychiatrist actually describes it as I'm not going out to buy a racehorse, but I I would go and spend quite a bit of money maybe when you're in your manic phase. So yeah, not I'm not one, but I'm kind of a mellowish too if that makes sense and not like not as crazy and pardon the word as oh, as what some people are to be fair i don't really mind that word everyone has that word interpreted negatively for me i have a very positive association with the word crazy yeah i also call people that have got mental health he headers like we're headed and it's kind of a cute like you're a wee header type thing but uh -huh. i got um someone had to go at me for that so i stopped <laughs> stopped doing that they were hugely insulted oh, so i have to be very careful now 
I'm surprised they were insulted by that. But then again, yeah. dep- if they were insulted because it's like, oh, don't label me like that, I'd be like, yeah. I'm more insulted at the fact that that word has a completely different meaning in the Midlands. You do, does it? Yeah, it's someone that it's someone that sucks dick. Basically, that's what it is. Uh, okay. If you're like, you're a heller, it's like you suck dick. That's basically what it meant back at school. So Maybe like, that's why he was insulted because I was calling everyone dick suckers. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I pretty much enjoy the aspect of receiving that, but still, um, that could sound so fucking weird. So I was like, "How do I make this like, not set me up for a, for like a bus?" And I was like, "Ah, I knew it." I was like, "Okay, fair enough. Whatever." But that was a, this conversation is taking a very very funny turn. Oh god, it just it goes that way. This is basically my show. Like it, we just let it go from wherever. So just a real quick shout out to our sponsors who surprisingly still want to sponsor us. Um obviously we have uh we have the copyrightsroom.com, which I own, thankfully, so you guys can go check that out. There is a monthly option that we're bringing out as well. And also sponsored by uh well I don't want to say we're sponsored by this part. We're sponsored by you, Carly, pretty much what it is. But like, you can find her out by going to her Facebook page, like her Facebook page, which is a wiggly girl fit. So facebook.com forward slash a wiggly girl fit. That's W-I-G-G-G-L-Y, not L-E-Y. Like I made that dumb mistake. Um, fit, F-I-T. Um, and you can check her out. Well, now that being said, I did want to cure. I wanted to like just quickly jump off this point here. Like you've, how do you feel about when you actually hit those manic stages? Because even though I'm still technically diagnosed as type one, I don't actually hit mania as often as I used to. Right. Oh, when I feel when I'm in the stage, I'm actually feeling pretty good. Um, I feel like I can do anything, anything in the world. I've gone from, oh gosh, buying courses that I never thought I would do and doing them for a few days because they they feel. Like, that's what I want to do. And my recent purchase, which I'm never going to finish, is, and you'll laugh at this, it's how to code for gaming. Oh, nice. (laughs) Yeah. So I thought, yeah, that sounds fun. I'll do that. I can do that. I can be like the best one in the whole world if I study this. Um, So, yeah, it's it's more of a feeling of I'm just like the most amazing person. Everyone should know me. I'm loads of fun. I've got loads of energy, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, it's quite, uh, it's not a bad feeling where I think a lot of people have a view with bipolar that, I don't know, we should be in straight jackets in the corner of a mental hospital, but I'm quite creative when I'm in a manic stage and, um, yeah, great fun to be around because I want to do everything. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of me summed up in manic in more than mania. That under- that's understandable, and now you said that out loud, isn't that's the way that you interpret it? I'm like, shit, I do that from time to time. Uh, <laughs> we're kidding. I actually have more of a my 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 areas when it really kind of peaks are. Uh, it's really really hard to explain this, but like it's uh, well, you'd understand, but like to other people, it's kind of like an internal feeling of just going, yes, yes, I can totally do this, and you yeah. just keep going. Yeah. Um, but if you're not careful, and this is something I did learn as my own systems of like understanding and writing, if I'm not careful with it, I will drop off quite quickly. Mm-hmm. And like I'll have like 50 balls up in the air and nothing to catch them. Yeah, yeah, Whereas, totally, totally. I'm the same. Whereas right now what I'm doing is whenever I do hit that point, it's I actually use those days on my days off. Right. So like if I'm feeling like really like 
if I'm feeling that super hyperactivity of energy and happiness, I actually go out and meet people. Yeah, that's really sweet. That's the good and nice thing to do. Yeah, because it gives me the energy and again. Because like right now, I'm campaigning to get back because I'm getting back on the stand up stage anyway. Um, right. So I'm gonna be doing cool. a lot. So 2019, I'm doing a lot of stand up. But the idea is, I I know on those days I get really excited, and that's where just naturally that elevation comes in. Where I know I'm about to perform in front of people. But when it's on, when it just naturally comes up throughout a day without me even like noticing it. My mm. first thing is go out for go outside and go talk to people because I know I'm I know it's super infectious and yeah. it's, it builds better relationships for me. Um, yeah. Whereas when I'm actually sitting down to do my work and if I hit that mode, uh, I've realized the best thing to do is put on Spanish Latin dance music um, and also a playlist that I have on Spotify that I found called uh, Instrumental Writers Chill. I think it is. Okay. Um, which I fucking love the fact that someone actually has a bar me has literally a playlist called that has the words chill in it, but it's for writing. It's like writers chill. It's like <laughs> just a bunch of instruments. Anyway, so that's I have like a separate playlist for that shit, but I put that on and I do my writing with that on. So right. uh, something I did want to ask you was how has the mental health aspect affected your physical workouts? Um, like, is it positively or negatively? Or do you use them to control your feelings? It's a bit of both, I would say. Um, all in all, using exercise and training does promote positive mental well-being for me. And I feel in a good place. If I've crashed, and you'll know, but just to anyone listening, when I go through a phase, you go through a manic phase, and then I crash down into a very depressive low. Very, very depressive. Now, for the, if I'm in that state, I, I can't do anything to like physically promote myself um so exercise and training is kind of out of the door I try and eat well still I'll, I'll try and if I can get some steps in even if I'm just lapping the house because I can't go out um I'll try and do something because it does it does there's me saying that I don't do anything I do try and do little bits but yeah all in all it's it does do good for my mental health the only thing that I do have to watch and you'll know this being in mania and you've just kind of described it yourself you go outside and you meet people and it makes you feel good that does that to me with exercise but the problem with me when I'm in a manic state and then I'm going to exercise I go even higher higher because of all, all the like all the happy hormones I call them whizzing around your body and then I go into an even higher state of mania so, uh, so I've just got to be careful a little bit with that, that I don't then fall into a big crash. So it's it's difficult. It's a hard hard question to answer because it depends on the state that I'm in um, to how I manage it. But I know that exercise and training does really help. Yeah. Mm. I mean, that's very, very powerful. And what you said there is so true in the sense of like, I do push harder when I'm in that state. Yeah. Especially with like jujitsu. Yeah, like, yeah. Because I get like I enter no mind when I do jujitsu. Like I don't really think I just kind of move. The annoying thing about that is when I'm in that state and I'm trying to roll with someone. Um, like my buddy Michael knows this quite well. Michael beats the fuck out of me every single time I roll with him. Like it's been a year <laughs> and a half. Like literally eighteen months of ass whoopings. <laughs> and some people will pay for that. Well, then again, I suppose you do, don't you? Pretty much. But then again, it's actually because Michael's uh, way strong and more advanced. Than- 
he's just an amazing guy to like train with because he he comes to fight he doesn't come to like roll lightly so the sheer fact that in 18 months still like amongst other people i train with i can actually hold um so in a five minute round it still takes michael almost the full five minutes to submit me if he submits me at all whereas everyone else i know that trains with him they get submitted in like in a five minute round they get submitted like three or four times i'm like (laughs) Oh, that's quite good then. Yeah, yeah. I got this going. But anyway, (laughs) uh, the reason I bring that up is because when I'm a mania, I know because of my hypermobility, someone can get me into a position that would usually hurt, but because I'm in that hyper feel good moment, I'll push it one step further. I'm like, you know what? Try and pop my arm. It's okay. I'll get out of this and I will get out of it. (laughs) Yeah. But then to what damage do I feel two weeks later? I'm like, I can't straighten my arm out all the way. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Oh, bless you. Yeah. I know the feeling. Well, I don't actually know the feeling of, of that, but I know the feeling of the exercise. So I so, haven't had my arm bent. Yeah, you really don't want to, especially when it's like <laughs> hyperextended beyond the point of hyperextension. You're like, it's well over 90 yeah, degrees yeah. right now. Because like my arm, if I remember correctly, so if one, is it 180 that's like horizontally perfect? Yeah. Okay, so mine goes to just, I'd say about 10 degrees more. Okay. So, like, because my elbow just bends out, so it's quite nice. But anyway, the thing I did want to ask you about, particularly when it came down to exercise, because I do have friends like this that are suffering with mental health, and um, I wouldn't say suffering, sorry, they have mental health. Suffering is the wrong word. I don't want to use that anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, They they, they have mental health, um, I wouldn't say even issues or problems, they just have mental health things that they were born with Mm -hmm. or came up over life. Um, Unfortunately, little wobbles. Yeah, wobbles. (laughs) <laughs> um, unfortunately, and I do say this, uh, out of respect for my female friends, most of them are female. Um, and I've noticed that a lot of them, uh, some of them do have endomorphic body types, which means they put on weight really quickly, mm-hmm. but they have such a hard time losing weight. And some of them have gone like to the extremes of being a vegan to, um, try and lose weight and it's nothing still comes off. So my question to you is someone that knows a lot about health and nutrition side of things, mm-hmm. um, because I remember correctly, you. You cut down from quite a heavy weight, or is I thinking of someone else? Yes, yes, I did. I, I, well, I was up at 120 kilos. So, yes, I was a big girl. Um, size wise for the UK guys, probably size 24. Um, so, I'm okay. not sure what that is. A five, six. So, I, I was like a, a, a ball. <laughs> So I, you, I wasn't very good how did you cut down how did you come down from that healthily because i know right now you're in you're in great shape um at least in terms of your performances and stuff i, I can't see you right now so i don't know like how ripped you are yeah i i mean i'm i mean i still got little wobbles and things that i'm trying to get rid of but i think we all have something that we want to yeah. work on um but yeah in relation to i suppose what you were saying with me when I was bigger and then coming down the way I did it was through weight training and through my healthy nutrition I didn't eliminate anything ban anything you were mentioning there that some people have gone to vegan to try and lose weight that's not I'm not um dissing that because if that's a, a lifestyle choice and normally it's through ethical reasons um because they're a big supporter of the animals and things, or it could be religion, or and there's a number of reasons why people choose particular diets. But it's not the diet that will help lose weight. It's it's being in a, cal- a calorie deficit. So you need to be burning more calories or eating fewer calories than what you're burning in order to lose the weight. So you can do that. I, I actually use an example with my girls when I train them and just say you can actually have 
For instance, if I put you on a 1500 calorie um, calorie deficit, so they eat, they're allowed 1500 calories a day, they could eat all, all of that in chocolate if they wanted to. It wouldn't be healthy. So I'm not saying it's the healthy way, but in relation to weight loss, as long as you're eating fewer calories, you will lose weight. So you could do that with just chocolate. Now, I obviously promote that they have a balanced meals and good sources of proteins, carbohydrates, fats, and then have your vegetables, your fruits and your water. So you want everything. Now, if you're going into a, a diet choice, which is like vegan, vegetarian, um, keto, there's, there's a number of different different ways um, that you can eat. And some people like to eat that way, and that's absolutely fine. But it's trying to make sure that you're in a deficit in order to lose weight. And I can give you a little, um, if you want me to, Adil, a little um, kind of equation that they can all use and practice and put into place now. Or yeah, it's, it's not an equation, it's, it's a, like a little sum. So for the, for the women that are listening, women um, need to find out your body weight in pounds. So whatever it is in pounds, times if you are a person that doesn't train at all at the moment um, or, or just walks minimally, times it by 10. If you're someone that is active-ish but not full-on labor in, in job um, or, or a laborous job, just someone that's maybe, I don't know, kind of like a nurse, you're walking around all day, um, but maybe training but not training so much, times it by 11. And if you are someone that is extremely active, gym goer, four or five times a week, and you're still wanting to lose weight, times it by 12. So it's your body weight in pounds times by either 10, 11, or 12, and that will give you the calories that you'll be able to lose weight um, in, and that's your daily allowance. For men, it's slightly different. It's, um, again, the same. So pounds in weight, but then you times it by 11, 12, and 13. So 11, if you're quite sedentary and not really doing it very much. 12, if you're relatively active and maybe go to the gym a couple of times a week. And then times it by 13, if you're a, a, you know, four or five times a week gym member and quite active when you're out of the gym. That will give everyone a good, well, a, a point to start from in order to lose weight. And how you do it and how you want to eat like it, it doesn't really matter as long as you start sticking with that calorie allowance. So I hope so that helps. That does, but I have a question because I just did mine. Yeah. So my calorie allowance is 2,301 uh, calories. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, well, right now it's kind of not. Technically, right now it isn't because right now I'm quite sedentary because it's just after Christmas. Yeah. But like after I get back from Belfast uh, next week, I'm actually back in I'm on a five-day five day double training so i basically train from six till 8 30 slash nine get home and i'm in the gym from 10 15 to 11 15 doing 15 minute cardio followed up by 30 minutes of strength and weight training followed up by uh five sets of 30 second sprints right so you're, you're training hard yeah and that's yeah. after doing jujitsu for um 90 minutes yeah did and did you time yours by 13 there or are you, are you doing the sedentary one I'm doing, you're like, not. So the sedentary one, I haven't done. That one, if I was doing the sedentary, it's uh, 1947. But if I'm doing right. it like, so 2,301 calories is me at my peak. Uh, if I want uh, right, yeah. Weight. Yeah. 
if that's what it's come through as the sun, then yeah, that that it's it's a starting point. It's a a ballpoint. Sometimes people need a little bit more, um, because they might find that they're even more active, or they've got, um, they just require to have some more. Some people I have, I like that. Some people might need a little bit less. It's then when you obviously get individual and, the, and then the coaching starts. But it's a ballpoint to start with, um, factors that can change and need to be looked into medication I know this myself because when I went on to medication for bipolar I put on a third of my body weight in two months so yeah so there's others factors to take into consideration but as a ballpoint those numbers tend to be quite solid and do work people that I've told them to they've gone oh my god Carly I've lost this much in this amount of time doing this and eating what I want I'm like yeah see there's no like magic around it it's just simple science yeah, it is, and it, what the crazy thing is, I'm actually wearing all this out anyway for myself, because the believe it or not, at my height, I should not, well, quote unquote, should is kind of a strong word, but my height and weight, considering what my ideal body type is and what my ideal uh, weight weight is, people are surprised. They think it's too light, which makes me laugh because I'm I'm bang on six foot, mm. um. And I weigh 177 pounds, which is just, I think, seven. it's about 78, 79 kilos, right? Right, yeah. My ideal, when I'm actually like in full body working motion, everything kind of burning the way it should be, um, I usually walk around uh, at 70 kilos. Right, okay. Which is like close to 155 pounds. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like my happy place. Um, so is there like a, like, because that's a place that I personally want to get to, would right. it be detriment? Would it be? Um, I don't mean this in a weird way because it's relative, but not really. Would it be detrimental for me to actually walk around at that weight where I feel good? Um, and the reason I'm only using weight isn't because of oh, I want to get skinnier. I don't give a shit about yeah. my weight. The only reason I give a shit is because when I go to competitions, I have to cut weight to get to get on the scales because I yeah, don't want to fight yeah. the monsters in my bracket. The monsters yeah. in my bracket would sit on me and hurt me a lot. Mm-hmm. I, want to, I want to fight the little monsters where I can be the big monster in that. Anyway, um, so the thing is, is it detrimental to actually um, look at losing weight and getting healthy, or do you just want to get healthy and not really worry about the weight? And I'm curious about your answer. You're curious about my answer. Well, in, in general, um, health trumps any anything. So I would say, this is what I answer. I will say to all, I say all my girls, it's because I train loads of females um so that's yeah I would always say health well it's a difficult one that's why you've asked me this haven't you because health is obviously optimal in order to um be healthy I want you eating a fully balanced nutritional diet so you have your as I said before your proteins your carbohydrates your fats your vegetables fruits water we want all these things in in your diet because your body needs them your body needs them for metabolism, body needs them for growth, it needs them for all the functions that you're doing. It needs them to help detoxify your body because a lot of people think that if they drink a special drink, that works. It's not. It's your organs and your body wanting to do these things. So it needs the food to do this. And it needs you to be walking around or training or, or exercising to do this. So I would always, always opt for the the healthy approach to weight loss if it's something that needs to be quick 
and we are putting someone into a bigger deficit because I don't know, like like yourself, maybe you're not quite at the weight that you needed to be at or we needed to do it fast. It would then be a weight loss only. We'd look at it only for, for the, the weight loss because that's the, the factor that we're really focusing on. But for general public, I would say that health and a healthy approach always over anything deprivational. Yep. If that makes sense. Oh yeah, that makes complete sense. Yeah, it just just I see so many people, and it's heartbreaking eliminating so many foods from their diet, thinking that this is the this is the way. This is what X, person X has told me on Instagram, so this must be the way to do it, and this is what this person said. And people are so confused because the, there is so much out there now that people just don't know what they're doing. I mean, one woman promotes eating six bananas a day. I can't I can't remember her name now. But um, that's, that's a, just that's a potassium overload. It's just madness. That should, that should, okay, the only time you should eat six bananas a day, only time. I'm going to tell you right now, quite <laughs> okay. straightforward. Well, at least in my opinion, if you're under heavy strenuous continual action where you're burning potassium like crazy, like if you're a distance marathon runner or an ultra yeah. runner, or you're going through these psychotic workouts that I'm putting my body through, and even then it's only three. Yeah, like, yeah. You need potassium to replenish your grip to make sure that you don't actually get body cramps to help you. There's a lot of yeah. stuff like bananas do are good for, but yeah. six is kind of excessive every single day. Yeah, and it was just to the general public as well. It wasn't like for anything specific. I can't remember her name, but she says other things as well. And I'm just like people and thousands upon thousands of followers are following all these people. And it's, it's just like, you don't need to do this. And it drives me mad because it's so easy. It's it's such a simple science. There's obviously little things that you need to take into consideration and people are more specific with their sport or if they're an Olympian or, you know, if they're, I don't know, competing or if they're going to stage bodybuilding. There's, there's, we need to look at things a bit differently. But for the general public, it should be so simple to to lose weight but it's overcomplicated by social media. Oh, entirely. There's also mm -hmm. like the whole thing with like, um, goodness, what's it called? Yeah, I just have this whole, like, my biggest um, gripe with it all, I guess, is that it's so simple to lose weight. And the easiest thing that I can actually tell anyone to really look at is look at what foods bring you joy. Mm. Keep them. Yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. But, I tell everyone that. But do be smart about it. I mean, like, if you're right now very sedentary in your life, you don't really move around all that much. Mm. Easiest thing, if you don't like moving around all that much, go for a walk and mm -hmm. turn the thing that you love to eat every day into, like, a treat. Like, that's mm. the way I look at it. It's like, because I love pizza. Yeah. I used to love pizza. I love pizza still, but, like, I used to really love a good cooked steak. Like perfect. Lately, I can't eat a steak. Right. It's the most annoying thing. I made a steak two days ago. I had three bites of it. And I was like, I can't eat this anymore. Oh no. Yeah, it made me really sad. So I repurposed it into a curry, and it was delicious. <laughs> it made you really sad. <laughs> Best way I could. I was like, fuck, I'm gonna make a curry out of this. What I'm getting at is like, um, the ideal here is turn the thing that you love the most into a treat every single week. So when you check off all the stuff that you give yourself basically the carrot to your stick mm -hmm. and have the pizza that's yeah. fine because absolutely once you once you what's the called what's the word 
not maximize, optimize, that's the word. Once you optimize your, um, your metabolism mm-hmm. for your body type, your body will be able to burn through that food that you put into it, given that it has the right tools to make sure that the rest of, well, the machine works. Yeah. Like, don't go up your machine with pizza thinking that's going to basically feed the machine. It's not. It's going to gum it up. If you have all the other stuff working together, then the pizza will be fine. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I say exactly the same thing to the people that come and train with me. Actually, one of the first questions I ask them is like, what's your thing? What do you love? And they look at me and they're like, oh, I love chicken and rice. I'm like, don't give me bollocks. Come on. I know I know that it's not chicken and rice. What do you enjoy? And they're like, all right, wine or chocolate or whatever. And But I know I shouldn't eat it. I went, no, I want you to. And they, they look at me like I'm mad. Like They've just hired this personal trainer that's going to get them where they need to go to and I'm telling them to eat these things and include these things then we sit down and then we have a chat about what you were just saying about the health side of it and getting the machine working and making sure that we've got every all the fuels in there that we need however I still want you to have your thing because if you don't have your thing you're not going to carry on okay so I, I'm curious about something here because actually I'm surprised I've never asked my PT or any personal trainers that I know about this seasoning Because, like, the amount of times that I see literally people eat chicken and rice and broccoli and there's zero seasoning on that shit, it makes me sad. I know. I don't know why as well. Because you can make so many different – you can have the same ingredients and make so many different things just by seasoning it different ways. And then a good person for that, and I'm sure he won't mind me mentioning him on here, but he's – I don't think you'll mind me mentioning – but a guy called Scott Bapti, he's very, very good at – showing you ways that you can season different foods and um, add different kind of creams and things, but healthier. Um, it's a very, very good um, approach. And yeah, no, you want to season your food. It's, it'll be bland and boring. Yeah, I mean, well, you know Leon Benjamin, right? Yeah, yeah. I fucking love that guy. So he yeah. came, he came uh, we met up, I think it was 2017 when he was in England. God, it's been a while. But he stayed at my house, or it was 2018 he stayed at my house, um, when he was here last time. And he didn't mm-hmm. stay for long. He came over for, like, you know, to see me for a day. Because um, he's a fellow jiu-jitsu guy, but he's also a vegan. Right, okay. So I didn't know, like, I know how to make, like, vegetables and stuff, and that's fine. So I don't really eat them as much, so I made them for him, whatever. But I looked at him, and all I did, and by the way, for the people that are out there wondering, oh my god, what can I put as seasoning on my food? Here's <laughs> some really simple shit. Salt pepper, yeah. chili powder, not the shitty kind that you get at Tesco or Sainsbury's or your local supermarket. Go to the ethnic food aisle and go look for the Indian chili because that shit is hot, but it's also really good for you because it's not chemically, it's not changed chemically. Right, yeah. It's it's actually made from a very, very powerful source that's very, like, from uh, very good chilies are actually really good. Uh, the rich um, Yeah, we'll, we'll have to do yeah, sorry, it was me oh, like no. cutting over you. I was going to say oh. we'll have to do that. Mike likes his hot food, so yeah, um, get and some. get some fresh lemons, um, and also get some turmeric. I mean, like mm. the thi- and mint leaves. Literally, mm-hmm. that's all I made. All that shit is healthy. Every single thing I said on there is ca- class is healthy. Here's what I put on my um, for Leon. Made some rice. Put some uh, pepper on top. Cut up some mint leaves. Put them on top. Uh, put a little turmeric, put a little chili powder, put a little bit of like lemon on top to actually basically like make it not so dry and mix it in together. That right there, he t- he ate that. He goes seriously, how is this like so delicious? Oh. I was like, it's rice, <laughs> motherfucker, it's rice. 
You do that to rice. Broccoli is a really simple one. Put some lemon juice and some black pepper. There you go. You got some really、yeah. delicious tasting broccoli. Chicken. There's so many things you can do with chicken. So many, yeah, so many things. Just don't use sugar. That's the only thing I say is don't use sugar as a as you can cook with sugar. It's actually really good for caramelizing.、Uh, but yeah. Don't like don't do it that way. Make a chicken breast or even chicken on the bone if like you're normal or a savage like I am. And for those people that are wondering, oh, but I wanted like I like deep fried chicken and shit. Easiest way I make chicken wings: bicarbonate、yeah. soda or like any kind of stuff like that, or baking soda. Put that on top of your chicken、mm-hmm. um, for uh, for、uh, three hours at the very minimum, and stick it in the fridge.、Um, it should be dried out, which is fine. Take it out, heat your oven. I don't, I don't have a regular.、Uh, I do have a regular oven, but the other regular oven bit's really hard to.、Um, I don't know what's going on with it, but like the fan's perfect. I set the fan to one hundred and sixty degrees, one hundred fifty degrees. No oil. Just put the chicken in a baking like on a mesh sheet with some foil underneath to catch all the chicken fat that drips out because it's a bit clean. Put that in there for forty-five minutes. You have chicken wings. Yeah. That are healthy. Yeah. Healthy ass、yeah. chicken wings. Sounds yummy. Oh, they're delicious, especially with like homemade buffalo wing sauce. Oh, oh. yeah, that yeah, <laughs> I like the idea of them. Yeah, it's it's like a fun little thing that I don't understand why so many people are like. Oh my god, I can't have. Ch-. It's like yes, you can. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. There, honestly, it's it's basically your imagination, and you're limited by your own imagination. And a lot of people are limited by by their thoughts and what they think、um, they should be having. Whereas it should be endless. You know, there's there's a, so much you can have, and you can even have the creamier sauces and the things, but you just need to ha- allow it. Into the allowance, and I find, unfortunately, for、um, girls or women, especially if they're petite or or shorter, short,、um, it's harder for them because, sadly, their calorie allowance will be a lot lower because the, because of their height and because of their weight. So when they eat something like I don't know a pizza, that's probably like their whole allowance in that day done. So you really do have to think. About what you want when you're the, on that lighter side,、um, but still it's doable and st- you can still enjoy it. And, you know, it, it's it's just really it's really what their goals are as well. Like I find that girls like that are not necessarily looking to lose more weight; they want to put a bit of muscle on, so then you can add some more calories. There's so much you can jiggle around with that.、Um, yeah, it's 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 a, it's actually an honor as a personal trainer to be. Meeting all these different people and helping them in all the different ways, and th- through the years, I've learned so much that,、um, yeah, now it's it's healthy, sustainable, a consistent behaviors, but with things that you enjoy. Exactly, it's those things that are like really, the people need to actually look at and go through. Now, I have a question for you, particularly for men. Because this is one I've been facing personally and looking through, but、um, I've not really been able to find a very solid piece of advice from anyone really, and that is the idea of testosterone. Not even the idea, the the thing of like raising your testosterone as a man. Right.、Um, so, like, what foods would you actually recommend guys actually start eating and like workouts they start doing to actually increase testosterone? Oh. That's- Is what?、Well, so you're talking natural way of yeah.、Um, weight training, obviously, to start with,、um, it's you're looking to 
kind of get the your strength up. So a strength base. It's different ways. There's different ways of it increasing. There's um you've got there's different ways of programming in in essence. So you program you can program for strength. You can um, program for hypertrophy, and you can program for endurance. And you don't really want to be doing the endurance side. You want to be doing the hypertrophy, which is muscle growth side, and strength, which is um obviously as it says strength side. So you, you're looking to combine those. The endurance side can be brought into a program, but it's not the um, the main focus. You would still probably have that somewhere in your program lineup, but the main concentrations would be on the muscle growth side, so the hypertrophy, and then the strength side. Hypertrophy side, without because without overcomplicating things you're looking to be doing between well between three and six sets but a lot of people I train although to be fair I do train women but they train in the same way a tra- um, will train between three and four sets between um eight to twelve reps the resistance on that you need to make sure um is is heavy enough but obviously form needs to be good sorry there's my, my mind went blank then as i was okay. trying to think think of a word um don't you love it when that happens your brain's like i need a word here what's a word that i know there's a yeah. word that i know that goes here why is this why am i drawing blank yeah and it was such a simple word i can't remember what it was now it was such a simple word and i was like all right i can't actually remember what i'm trying to say but yeah you're looking for the high the, the muscle building site uh, side of things and the strength side of things to help boost up the testosterone there um eating wise to to be honest with you i've never given a well i don't train guys so my knowledge in increasing testosterone is very very limited um in relation to men so it my advice or my guidance would be to eat as um a balanced diet so you're getting all the nutrients and things from there protein you want to be looking at at because it's the protein that you are wanting your muscles to recover from and then hormones and things it'd be you need the fats you need the fats for the healthy brain and to help with uh, like the neurology of your body so yeah I think Really, you're looking to maintain a, a decent program or a decent periodization program, and it changes as well. See, this is the, I could talk about this for ages. It, it changes um, as you grow, and obviously, if you plateau, then you need to then rejiggle a few things. But as long as you've got a good program and you stick to the program as well, because a, a lot of people and I, I've seen it so many times in the industry, we'll probably trial it for a few weeks and then go and find someone else to work with, trial their program for a few weeks, then go and try and find another program to work with. And I see so many people drop it, or drop them in coaches and then jump into another coach, drop in and where you need to really be consistent with that one coach and give them a chance to help with the muscle growth um, that you'd be looking for with, with the increased testosterone. So, yeah, that's kind of a, a, a probably a babble of a way through that question. <laughs> I don't know if I answered anything that you needed to know there, but oh no, you did. 
Yeah, it helped out quite a bit, so I'm glad that you did because it's very, it's true and it's strong as well. Because well, it's true and it's powerful advice. Uh, consistency is key in everything that you do. Yeah, yeah, and a lot, especially if you look, men, see the mumbling. The men are looking for the the growth in testosterone and, um, obviously muscular size then as well, but it is consistent behaviors and it takes time. And if you're I don't know if you're listening here and you're kind of a smaller guy, it's going to take time. If you're already building muscle, again, it takes time. It doesn't just happen. So it's, it's key to be consistent and key to be dedicated to the program, right? It's all right having the best program in the world with the best coach in the world. But if you're not doing it, then it's not it's not effective at all. Exactly. That's, that's some of the stuff that you have to look at. Um, yeah. There was something, so, like, one of my questions that I love asking people, particularly, um, I want to ask you this. What would you say would be the five books that were most impactful to you, but particularly there is a caveat here, and that is three of the books are nonfiction, two of the books are either fictional books or movies that impact? Oh, oh, this is a hard one. I think you probably know I love reading. Yeah. I've got, yeah, oh, my God. Right, so let's go. So two nonfiction. No, three nonfiction. Three nonfiction. Um, one I enjoyed, and I actually resonated it with it quite a lot, and I probably could have wrote it. Was the art of not giving a fuck? Um, by Mark Manson. By, yeah, yeah, that would be one of them. Um, goodness, another one, another nonfiction. Um, hang on, let's go to the fiction one. So two of them have got can be movies yeah two of them can be movies and that's the fiction one that's the fiction ones well i'd say harry potter but i'm not gonna i, I love harry potter and i could just wait what's re- your house um i'm slivering i thought you meant no. my house here i was no, like no. um How- my address <laughs> uh okay that's pretty cool because like i'm um i'm a griffalin which is my made-up version of a slytherin with a Gryffindor cross slytherin because i've taken four tests and yeah. each, I'm, I'm a 50-50. I think yeah. I took the fifth, I'm taking the fifth one. I bet you end up in Gryffindor. I'm like, fine, fuck it. I'm not going to do it again. Because if I do it for sixth time, it's going to go over to like Slytherin. Yeah, you say that. I have been Gryffindor, uh, Gryffindor once. <laughs> Gryffindor. <laughs> yeah, I've been Gryffindor. Just, just randomly. Um, yeah. Uh, so I have, I have got that. That's interesting because I think we're quite similar. So we're in like, similar kind of houses. But yeah, Harry Potter... But then, can I say them? Can I have them all as one, or is that? Yeah, no, or do I have can, to pick can, one? No, 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 you can say that. I'll ask you what your favorite one out of the lot is. Well, that keeps changing, but I actually really like the Prisoner of Azkaban now because I quite like in Hermione's main role. It's quite good to have a female, um, given that Harry Potter and Ron take over it most of the time. She was quite prominent in that one, so. I'd say that one. It used to be Goblet of Fire, which everyone seems to hate, but I really liked that one for the tournament. Um, you know everyone what? seems to think that um, that was a bit of a waste of time. I'm right there with you on Prison of Azkaban being my favourite, but I do yeah. like Goblet of Fire, and I do like... Um, I actually like quite a few of them, you know? Yeah, oh, I lo- oh, don't even get me started on Harry Potter. I could do the whole podcast on that. <laughs> I love I it. That. If I knew that, I would have just done... You know what? I'm going to get you back in for that particular reason. <laughs> just do a whole podcast on harry potter i'd love that that would be like the best hour of the week um but yeah so that's one of my fiction which is also a movie so that can be cast as that 
Um, another fictional book that is also a movie that I really loved is Catch Me If You Can. I really like that film and I really liked the book. So um, that's another one. What's the other? So I'm looking for two more non-fiction. Three. I've wait, done one, have I? Wait, what was that? Yeah, you've done one. So you've got two, two more non-fiction. Two more non-fiction. Uh, it's it is non fiction yeah no this could be classed as it reasons to stay alive by matthew haig good book yep yeah that changed me i was um really low one time and i saw it i think i saw it randomly in the newspaper and i thought reasons to stay alive i'm going to order that so i ordered it off amazon in this low state started reading it and it actually brought me out of the low state i think it's a very very powerful book and very easy to read so if if you're um listeners haven't read that one before go buy it because you can read that in a day it's um very very easy to read um oh last one goodness um what ones have i enjoyed oh god this is hard i haven't read a a businessy kind of mindset. Oh, actually, yeah, I've got one at the moment. Um, it's oh god, I can't remember the name of it though. Hang on, I, 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 it's just in my hall. Oh, Hopefully, cool. you won't hear the do- the door. Oh, I just get it. I do. Just, it's fine. It doesn't even matter. Like, I, my people listening to the show have heard much worse. <laughs> it's called Mindfulness by Mark Williams and Danny Penman. And that's a very, very, very good um, one. And it was actually recommended to me by my therapist. So I went and got that. And it comes with an audio CD as well. So you can go through the mindfulness exercises. And apparently my, my therapist knows the man very well, who the author. And he's, he just loves all mindfulness type practice and things. So that one, um, even though I've not finished it at the moment, I'd say that was probably a pretty effective and powerful one because it's helping me each day with mindfulness techniques. So that's a good one. Was that five? Yep. Cool. That is pretty fucking awesome. I love that. That is, that is a good recommendation. Anyone reading this and wondering, oh, why would I read Harry Potter? Um, I'll give you a reason why I asked that question from the perspective of like, why would I ask a business entrepreneur what their favorite fiction stuff is? Mm. if you read if you look at people's reading habits especially their fictional reading habits it'll give you an insight on how they actually write their advertising right it's one of the it's one of the best and quiet kept resources i actually teach my copywriting clubs almost immediately i have a collection of books i send them to read okay and uh i and i tell them they need to put aside 18 hours to watch the same video series i send them three times Right. Because the video times are six hours apiece. And the reason they need 18 hours is because they need to watch it once, they need to watch it a second time, and then know all the places they're emotionally being hit, like all the emotional cords being hit, and then mm. the third time to actually deep down, double down, and be aware of where, the, where there's a deeper level of connection happening. Yeah, okay. It's a really powerful way of actually understanding how to write it from an emotional point. I mean, yeah. granted, I've been doing this since, like, I've been doing this since I was 12, so constantly copywriting is going to be like seeped into my brain and everything I do but there is a reason in Harry Potter particularly what I love about it is the way that J.K. Rowling uh, actually creates the characteristics of each person she introduces in the book mm. 
Because if you think about it, I think the thickest and biggest book they have is the the Order of Phoenix. Yeah, that is the biggest one. Mm-hmm. But if you look at how many characters were introduced in that and how well the story is put together, it's insane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What she created was just like it's just like it's so so simple as well when you think about it. Like kids, kids love magic. Oh, why not invent this school of magic? And then let's get some witches and wizards along and. Just just what she created and the world she created. I just, well, I'd love to meet her. She's one of the people that I would love to, love to meet. But I, I've trained her next door neighbor. That's my closest thing to her. What I love is there's always about six degrees of separation between you and um, the person that you want to speak to. Like what's really annoying is I know I'm maybe two degrees away from Joe Rogan. Oh, are you? Actually, I'm one degree away from Joe Rogan. That's a lie. I'm one degree away from him. <laughs> but it's really hard to get that one degree. Kind of like, let me get there, you asshole. <laughs> yeah. I managed to do it with um, Steve, Professor Steve Peters, the ch- you know, with the chimp paradox. Yep. I managed to meet him. I um, sent him an email. You'll, you'll quite like this, actually, with the tagline, I've got 500 women who need you. <laughs> <laughs> and it went all the way up to him um, from... Uh, just like basic level, whoever deals with the emails. And then it just got shunted up and up and up and up. And within 24 hours, I had a, a coffee date to meet him in Manchester. That's <laughs> like, so cool. that's mad. So yeah, it was mad meeting him. That is so cool. I love it when things like that happen. So my yeah. other question I have for this show, and it's mm-hmm. really interesting that I'm asking you particularly. Okay. Um, so like, I know you've had like bouts of crises of like doubting whether or not you're a good person, whether you mm. know you can handle everything, whether life is okay. And by the way, I make this sound like, uh, she's like, no, here's the thing. I actually do know what Carly's gone through because we've had discussions on it. Um, mm. But what I will say is, how did you pull yourself back up from those situations? Like, what were the things that really helped you get back up? Oh, it's, it's hard, isn't it? I'm sure you um, know that it can be very difficult. but um... I think it's just trying to achieve something every day. Like if I'm in a very, very low state, very, and I'm very low talking, don't want to get out of bed. Um, just like it's an effort to brush teeth. So I might not even bother. It's, it's a horrible place to be in when you're really in a really low state. Um, so what practice I put in, I'm a list girl and I'm a girl that likes notebooks and pens and I've got so many, and my partner Mike's like, you don't need another one. I was like, yeah, but this one's got a unicorn on it. I do. Um, so yeah, I've got loads of lists and things. And what I what I do when I'm in that low state, instead of thinking, oh God, you know, life really is bad. I'm not worth it. I'll try and achieve something that day, even if it's just brushing my teeth, just achieving something, or or going downstairs, getting dressed into some into anything other than pajamas. Um, I, you know, just achieving little tiny things, and then each day as we move forward, putting another thing on the list, and then maybe another thing on the list, and making them all very, very achievable. So nothing like go out to the cinema. If I'm feeling really low, then that's not an activity that I'm going to be wanting to do. So it's not a, not an achievable target. I need something that I know that I can do that's very simple every single day to try and get me out of it, and slowly. I do come out of that. And that's what I try and promote on the Wiggly Girl as well. That's why I keep that blog going because they'll see that I'm in a low state. They'll see what I'm writing to see what I'm doing about it. 
and then see see they see me come out of it and they all like they're so supportive and then I kind of try and help them it through my blogs and through my videos on how if I've done it and I'm trust me I'm no expert I'm not a psychologist I'm not a therapist I'm not anything like that I'm just a girl that's experienced or experiencing it sadly um so yeah just the achievements each day then one another thing that I do that once I'm out of my gym gear because obviously with personal training I'm always in gym stuff I try and dress really nice when I'm not in my gym stuff so not put baggy stuff on anymore used to not put um I don't know just whack on a pair of jeans and a hoodie and be like yeah that's me I don't do that anymore I try and dress nicely so you don't necessarily have to dress up for an occasion dress up for yourself because you are an occasion and you should be celebrating your life especially if you do have those downsides so yeah in short make a list put one thing on the list maybe for a week or or depending on how you come out of it it's very individual and then add add a little something extra until you know by the end of x amount of time you're doing all your daily tasks that you should be doing and all the fundamentals and then then you can think about going out to the gym or going somewhere else or it, it, and it, the timeline will be di- it different for each person. So it could be just be someone needs three days just to do one activity, three days, and then they start coming out of it. Someone might need two weeks. It, it very much depends. But, yeah, for me, that's what I do. I just try and achieve something each day. That's actually a good way of doing it. Like mm. slowly building up that muscle always does help and just kind of like promotes a level of confidence that you can actually move forward and do things. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really powerful. I'm glad that you actually mentioned that. Um, and as you say that you basically try and dress nice, that is psychologically really powerful. Very um, powerful. Mm-hmm. It's one of the craziest things that I've found that really does change it. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, today I'm in sweatpants and a hoodie. Again, mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. I look like a freaking, like, uh, I look like a Jedi who just is wearing white today because <laughs> I, I'm sat in my house. I have my hood up, by the way. Just to give you guys a heads up, but the reason I'm like this is because I'm in a chilled Zen state because I've just finished stretching and I'm doing my show. But yeah, as soon as I get off the show, I'm literally getting out of my sweatpants, out of my hoodie, putting on a nice pair of jeans, I've got a really nice t-shirt that I'm wearing anyway that I want to like. I'm yeah. dressing myself up to yeah. look good. Not for yeah. anyone, but for me, because psychologically yeah. that tells me I love myself and something that really helps me. Yeah. My friend Adam Lyons said it best. I'm still trying to get that motherfucker on the show. He will be on this show this season. Um, but what he said was, with Sean Stevenson, um, was write a self-love checklist mm. and then get, like, you know those little eight by four cards, the little tiny, like, flash cards you can keep in a wallet or something? Yeah, yeah. Get one of those and write out a shortened version of your self-love list and then put a version of that on your phone as well. So you have three places where you have a self-love checklist. Mm-hmm. Anytime you feel like you're having a shitty day, you're feeling depressed, you're not feeling good, life is getting you down, you're feeling shitty for whatever reason, pull that out and go through your che- self-love checklist and go, which one of these can I do right now? And then go do them. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's very good as well. Very Including good. stuff like drinking water. Uh-huh. That's yeah. One that yeah. I, that's one I've been putting on my list because like, I used to drink, um, I used to drink about three to four liters of water a day. Right. Now I'm lucky if I get two liters in. Mm-hmm. And it's something that for this year, for 2019, I've put on my list as in I want to keep doing. Yeah. Um, to feel good. 
because I know yeah. once I actually start drinking water, I'm rehydrating my brain, I'm rehydrating my body, and I'm able to go do things. Oh, uh, yeah, um, definitely, definitely. Yeah, it's a powerful thing. But Carly, I wanted just to, I know we're almost at the end of our show, but I wanted to just say that um, thank you for being so open. Oh, you're welcome. How, how you do things, because so few people actually do. Yeah, that, and that's kind of why I did it. I was just like, um, on a, just on a quick side note, I was fed up of lying all the time and just pretending that everything's fine when, you know, some sometimes it is fine. But sometimes I'm in a mania episode and sometimes I was low and I couldn't understand this until I got help. And if anyone's listening to this and thinking, God, yeah, you know, I, I've got my own business. I, I I do well. I never have to advertise. I I do have a mental illness and I can manage my life. So if anyone is kind of, I don't know, even if they want to reach out and go, you know, help, what what can I put into place? People are welcome to do that because I do answer all the messages that I get so um yeah it's kind of a bit of a side note thing that I wanted to to say there but you know you you've got this and anyone can handle it and if you are in a period right now where you're feeling low it will pass it will pass yeah that that is very very true and sometimes it will pass a kidney stone but it'll pass yeah 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 exactly um, that's kind of the big thing that I've always, I've always like looked at and you're completely right. I just want to say guys, go check out, uh, Carly's page on Facebook, which is, uh, a wiggly girl fit. Um, it's a great place to check it out, connect with her on Facebook. And when she gets her damn website online, I will put that in the description as well. <laughs> I did have a website. I just, I, 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 I was blogging it as well. And then I just, I don't know why I just stopped cause I was really enjoying it. And then. I, yeah, but it's it's just Wiggly Girl. The page it's not. It used to be a Wiggly Girl fit. It's just Wiggly Girl. Oh, um, I meant the URL. Yeah. If you go to the URL and type it in, so facebook.com forward slash a Wiggly Girl fit. But you can just type in Wiggly Girl. Fit. Yeah, you can just type Wiggly Girl and it'll find me. Yeah. Um, and Wiggly Girl fit is the group that people are welcome into, which is a bit about fitness. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of me and what I do and what what I am. For sure. And guys, as always, uh, keep listening, share, subscribe, and, um, you know, review. If you love the show, give us some love. If you don't like the show, send us some hate. I'm always good with either one. It's always fun to actually look at what you guys are saying because it makes me smile. And if there's improvements that you see, I'm more than happy to bring them on board. Like, how else do we get better without, or how do we serve our market without them telling us first? Yeah, we keep the big thing. But Carly, thanks again for being here. And guys, I will see you on next week's episode.